this video. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yep. Hey, good morning City Church. Um, great to have everyone live streaming in this morning. I know there's a number of people uh, gathered together in connect groups and homes and hopefully you've shared breakfast or at least had umpteen cups of coffee together. I know I've already had a couple. So, hey, this is an exciting day, um, unusual times that we're living in, but uh, really excited to be with you, really excited to be uh, streaming in via Facebook and um, looking forward to a great uh, time together this morning. So high five someone around you. I'm actually going to invite um, Evan to come and join me this morning uh, and uh, we're going to run through just some just some updated information and keep you apprised of what's happening in the life of the church. So hi. Evan. Awesome. Well it's, it's great to be here this morning which is well let's face it this is very unique and uh, I'm excited because this is the first time that we've done church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so true. How awesome is that? Just three quick updates before I pass it back to Garth. We want to encourage everyone to stay up to date with the latest. We're doing what we can to ensure that happens. We're sending out emails as well as uh, Facebook updates. But look, we understand that not everyone uses those channels. So what we want to do is we want to encourage you to go to our website city.org.nz and keep up to date with everything there. Just scroll down a little bit, you'll see an orange banner, click on the link, and that's where we put all our updates, right on there. So go over there, but just with any of the links that I share over the coming couple of minutes, they'll all be in the description yeah, on Facebook yeah. as well as on YouTube, because uh, we want to make it as easy as we can for you as well. So um, next update that I want to give is around connect groups. Look, connect groups have a special role to play over the coming couple of weeks. Uh, we want everyone to be part of a connect group, but here's a great idea. Why not gather together in your homes and open it up to a potluck lunch, a bit of socializing, but also, look, we can't do uh, worship live. And the reason for that is because uh, copyright issues, but also because we understand mm that it's not going to be the full atmosphere and sound quality that yeah, you're used right. to live. So um, what we want you to do is in your homes, want to have a bit of time of worship, uh, but also a bit of time in prayer as well. This is so important to the life of the church and staying connected, breaking bread together, and yeah, getting to know each other even more. So. Those details will be again on the website at city.org.nz yeah. forward slash connect. So good. Hey, we want to give um, just a big shout out to Evan as well. A big thank you for uh, being so savvy and getting all this updated information and, and keeping us as apprised as possible as to what's happening through the life of the church and, and in, the, in the moment that we're living in, which is really, really cool. Um, and we understand that not everybody um, is... I guess so savvy around that stuff and we're going to make sure throughout the course of this coming week that we do the old-fashioned ring around a whole bunch of people so if you know or are aware of anyone particularly in the city church community that is not being connected with or hasn't heard any updated information please do let us know but we'll be on the phones this week uh, doing a bit of a ring around making sure that everybody even though we're living in a period of self-isolation it still feels connected and that we still do community well I love the idea of getting together in, in, in connect groups and again as we ring around we're going to be asking a few people uh, even 
people that aren't currently running connect groups, if they'll be willing to host a gathering in their homes on Sunday mornings and you know, just that whole idea of sharing breakfast together, of tuning uh, and to the live streaming together and, and doing some worship and, and prayer together before uh, we kick off like this uh, in the coming weeks at least anyway. So back to Evan. Awesome. So the last update I want to give is just around giving. You know, we, we want to thank you for your generous giving um, and support, uh, particularly over the coming weeks and months. Uh, and we look, we understand that not everyone has, well, you can't, there's no EFPOS facilities, there's no cash. So what we want you to do is please go onto our website again at city.org.nz forward slash give and you'll see different um, options there to be able to give. We're working on another channel, another opportunity for you to give through online platform and we'll provide those details in the coming week or so. Uh, but look, it, it, this, is, this, is a, this is mission. This is a yeah, great come on. opportunity to uh, sow into what God is doing and um, yeah, we, we want to make that as easy as possible. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, well, let's thank Evan. I know you're all uh, applauding raucously in your homes right now and cheering for him. We, we love him so much. So uh, thanks, for, thanks for helping us out this morning, Evan. That's really cool. So, hey, big shout out as well. We know we've got people not just streaming in from around Christchurch, but particularly to Andrew and Andrea Glendinning this morning, all the way from uh, Ireland. We love you guys. We miss you so much. And, and a number of others streaming in. Um, one of the cool things about this is that actually it's got the ability to increase the size of our community. And whilst I'm really looking forward to the moment when we do get to gather back together as a church family in person and, and just love on each other a little bit, we're, we're allowed to actually hug and not just bump elbows in the, <laughs> like passing ships in the night. Um, this is a, a, an unusual but really an exciting season that we live in. And um, I want to bring a message this morning. In fact, just before I do that, maybe a little bit of update. Um, we were supposed to be having Pastor Don Lake gathering with us tonight. Um, obviously that event is cancelled as well. I've had a couple of questions around that and maybe we haven't communicated that so clearly. But for those of you that are streaming in this morning that event also is cancelled and there'll just be a bunch of things on the church calendar um, that we now postpone to a more appropriate time so hey really really cool hey we'll strap in this morning um, again give someone around you a high five pass the sausages make another cup of coffee um, we're gonna have a great morning this morning so so I thought it'd be really cool um, and maybe a bunch of you are, are, are commenting online as we're, as we're live streaming. Uh, that's really cool. Really appreciate that. Um, I've actually got, um, obviously, Evan, but also Pastor Israel down here with me this morning. And we've just set up the, as best we can a wee studio so we can uh, do this recording and, uh, and, and get it out to you. But if you think I should take these guys out for breakfast afterwards, uh, maybe you should say so. And we'll, and we'll do a bit of a poll. Yes or no? Uh, I, I think yes, um, so that's my vote, but uh, very cool. Hey, the message that I want to bring this morning, I've actually entitled, Share the Toilet Paper. Right? Like, <laughs> the season we're living in, some of the stuff we've seen on social media and on the news, panic buying, people having punch-ups over rolls of toilet paper. I don't think that we're ever really created to operate that way. So it's really encouraging to see uh, already an awesome level of support and encouragement and care that's happening as we navigate some of the territory, some of the new territory that we're in together. And obviously for the foreseeable future, um, this is a plan around how we're going to 
I guess bring a public message as part of our church service on a, on a Sunday and, and we may tweak this a little bit and, and add some different uh, colours and flavours to it as we go and get better and better at that but uh, I know that churches all around New Zealand, in fact all around the world right now, this is the medium of communication uh, and we want to do this as well as possible so uh, keep your eye on this space, hi I know you're already doing that um, so that's really really cool but I'm actually really excited about some of the opportunities that this new season is going to help launch us into. You know, I believe that the course of our lives are not so much dictated to by what is happening around us in the world, the world events, this whole deal of coronavirus, uh, these heightened levels of anxiety and fear in the world, but it's actually our response in the midst of the storms of life and in regards to the things that happen to us, it's our response that actually determines the course of or the trajectory of our lives. You know, uh, allowing the wrong things to come and take root or get planted inside of us in our hearts will actually create imbalance in our lives. So too much of something like fear or too much anxiety, in fact too much offense or too much unforgiveness even, they're all things that will start to affect the decisions that we make. You know, and recently I was um, I was just having a conversation with Pastor Warren. Hi, uh, Warren, I know you're hosting a gathering at your home this morning. Really, really cool. So hope you guys are doing well. Um, but I, I was just having a catch up with him recently and he was reminiscing about some time he'd spent uh, down in the Catlins, which is on the east coast of, of, of Southland. And he was commenting and describing what the trees down there looked like. And I grew up down that way, so I knew very well uh, what it is that he was talking about. Um, but it doesn't matter if they're native trees or the big Macacapa trees that we're, we're used to standing beside or, or underneath and looking up and the extreme height of the tree like, man, I'm never going to climb to the top of that. That's too frightening. But down in the Catlins on the, on, the, um, on the east coast down there, there's this unusual thing that happens where instead of the trees growing straight and tall, because they're exposed so consistently to southerly gales, they actually grow up and then suddenly it's like they all turn at right angles and grow uh, out one way. In fact, there's a, there's a theory that perhaps all the animals living there, all the farm animals can only walk in circles to the left because they're so used to bracing themselves against the strong winds. But that's what it can look like when there's a high degree of imbalance in our world. It, it actually starts to interrupt our natural growth and development. So, and I thought this morning, you know, oh, well maybe I should bring a message around um, you know, how to deal with anxiety or how to overcome anxiety. Because it's something that's looking to take root and, and building in the nations around the world. All that kind of stuff like panic buying and, and people not treating each other well. Um, but actually, I thought, no, no, I'm just going to bring a message around sharing the toilet paper, right? It's an amazing opportunity that we're living in right now to actually love on our neighbours. In fact, I want to read out a passage of scripture this morning from uh, Matthew in chapter 22 from verse 34. It says, hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together and one of them, who was an expert in the law, came and tested Jesus with this question. He said, teacher, which is the greatest commandment? And Jesus replied, 
This is what the greatest commandment is. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength, some versions say. And this is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. In fact, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So love God and love your neighbor. You know, this was actually already an established part of Jewish law. It was, it, was, it was actually their concept of who their neighbor was that needed challenged. This wasn't a new idea that Jesus was presenting. In fact, I think as, as human beings, we should be kind to the people around us. It's not just Christianity that has a monopoly on loving your neighbor. In fact, one of the, one of the most inspiring and encouraging stories I, I heard or read this week was on my brother's Facebook page. And I, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this. I don't know if he's tuned in this morning. That'd be really cool if he was. But it's, it's on Facebook, so that's public anyway, right? Um, but anyway, he was, he, was, he was telling the story of his wife coming home, my sister-in-law, and they'd already done the grocery shop for, for last week, but she came home with more groceries in the boot of the car, and he saw her out the window opening, them up, opening up the boot and getting the groceries out, and he's gone out and said, hey, well, what do you think you're doing, right? Like, how come you've bought more toilet paper and more groceries? Are you, are you panic buying like one of these other people that we're, that we're saying we shouldn't be doing that? Why have you done this? And he was getting all up in arms. And my sister-in-law turned around to him and said, hey, chill out, man. This, this isn't for us. I bought this for the old man who lives next door because he finds it difficult to get out. And I just thought that maybe we could be kind and buy him some groceries and pick some things up. That's the practicality of loving on and looking after your neighbor. And so that was really, really cool. Um, but this idea of loving your neighbor was already embedded in Jewish law and Jewish society. It was their concept of who their neighbor was that needed to be challenged. You know, when we look with a generous eye towards those whom we associate with or are in their sphere of influence, we actually start to see the different ways that we can either bless or pour out love and support uh, on them or in their world. You know, sometimes I believe as believers, that as, as, as people who are in relationship with God, that he'll show us ways to bless and support and encourage other people in our world in ways that don't, they don't even recognize that they might need it. And so our, our, what we're able to do might come as a huge surprise to them. You know, if we had time this morning, we'd tell about the, the story of the Good Samaritan. You know, I, lo I love that story in Scripture because the, the, the whole idea of it, well, who is your neighbor? That was the challenge that they brought to Jesus. Well, who is our neighbor? He tells the story of a, of a priest and a Levite passing by someone on the side of the road who had been mugged and beaten with an inch of his life. And it was the Samaritan, the person whom they held in the lowest social regard, that turned up and poured out such love, such generosity, such care and such kindness on the life of a stranger that it boggled their minds. They were surprised by this level of support. And it wasn't just that he took care of this person's immediate needs. It wasn't just, hey, are you doing all right in the moment? It was, no, no, let me put you up in a place of residence where they can look after your ongoing care. In fact, not only am I going to pay for your ongoing care for, for the time that I'm here, I've got to go and do some other stuff. So here's payment in advance to make sure that your future is cared for. And when I come back, if there's anything else that you need, I'll fix up that bill as well. And I'm not saying that we need to go around and, and and hand out piles of cash to everybody and say, hey, I'll pay for your mortgage. But actually, it's the little acts of kindness that we do that makes such a big difference in our world. And uh, I, I want to read this this morning. 
out of the book of Leviticus, which the book of the law, right? Like, man, boring. But actually, there's some really interesting stuff here. And, and this is what it says. If you, if you want to follow along this morning, it's in Leviticus 19 from verse 9. It says, when you reap the harvest of your land, this is the instruction to the Jewish people. It rules or maybe rules is too harsh a way to, to say it, but it was, it was laws that they were, they were created to live by. And God says to them, when you reap the harvest of your field or the land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. They were taught that even though they may have square uh, paddocks, they were to harvest in a circular way so that the corners, right? If you, if you draw that on a piece of paper, a circle in the midst of a square field, you see that all the corners are left untouched. And they did that so that the that others who had less or needed a little bit of help or support could come and without having to pay for it, pick up the gleanings from the field. They, it, it, we continue to read on and it says, do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen, but leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. He goes on and says, do not steal, do not lie, do not deceive one another. Do not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of, of, of your God. I am the Lord. Do not defraud or rob your neighbor. Do not hold back the wages of a hired worker overnight. Do not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind, which actually you can read a whole lot deeper into that. You know, it's not just don't curse someone who's deaf, but come on, don't talk behind someone's back. Don't, don't say bad things about someone else in your world when they're not there to defend themselves. You know, for again, he says, but fear your God, I am the Lord. Do not pervert justice. Do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great, but judge your neighbor fairly. Do not go about spreading slander among your people. Do not hate a fellow Israelite in your heart. Rebuke your neighbor frankly so that you will not shear in their guilt. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. You know, so right in the very beginning, they had this idea, this, this heartbeat embedded in their society and their way of doing life that says, come on, actually loving your neighbor is the best way to live life. Being generous towards, helping to look after, showing love and kindness and support to the other people in our world, whether they're strangers or family members, is actually the best way of doing life. And, and you notice in reading throughout the, that, that portion of scripture that loving a neighbor includes things like sharing with the poor and the foreigner, having compassion and showing absolute honesty and justice in a relationship with others, having impartiality, not showing favoritism to certain people. It's a refusal to be party to gossip or slander. It speaks of an absence of malice toward anyone and a refusal to bear a grudge. It, it talks about taking care to never put someone else's life at risk and never taking private vengeance upon another. It's also interesting to note that when we have an issue with, with anybody, the encouragement is that we should strive to make it right by going to him or her directly. I, I just think that that's some really helpful practical wisdom to live by. It solves a whole bunch of problems in our world. In fact, not only does it solve problems to live generously and to care for others, it actually stops them happening a lot of the times in the first place. In fact, in the New Testament, the book of, the book of James in chapter 2 and verse 8, 
James writes this, if you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, right? this is the only reference that I know of that speaks of the royal law. He says, if you really keep the royal law that's found in Scripture, which is this, love your neighbor as yourself, then you're doing right. And I, I, I think that James calls it the royal law because it's something that so closely resembles or reflects the heart of the Father. Because our God is love. So why wouldn't his royal law be to love your neighbor as yourself? I, I think that's so very, very powerful. You know, again, earlier in the book of James, in chapter 1, it says, Whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, that they will be blessed. There's a blessing in our generosity towards others. There is something about the perfect law of God that actually leads us into freedom. Not the religious dogma or, 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 or tradition that would simply cause us to abide by a certain set of unbending set of rules or regulations. That's, that, that's not it. It's actually talking about a freedom that we step into in God that allows us to show love to those around us no matter who they are, no matter where they're at in life. You know, loving a neighbor might look like offering to pray for somebody who's in need. If you've got a neighbor, if there's someone in your world that's got a level of fear or anxiety or, or hypermania around, man, why, what's happening in the world today? These are unprecedented times that we're living in. I mean, sure, you can agree with that. These, these are unprecedented times that we're living in. A whole bunch of nations have closed their borders. We're, we're, we're introducing travel restrictions and thinking about closing schools and stopping the spread of disease. I'm like, wow, that, those kind of things do heighten fear and anxiety in, in, in our nation and the nations around the world. Some of us all have loved ones that are in different countries waiting to figure out how they can get home or uh, in the same tier to other countries. But simply offering to pray for somebody and say, you know what, I understand that there's turmoil in the world right now. But there's a peace that I carry that I want to impart to you that's not dependent on the absence of external strife and chaos, but upon the person of Jesus Christ who lives in me. You know, I think that this is just a great moment for us as believers to arise and shine. I, I make no hesitation about this statement. I make no apology for the fact that I believe that Christians, that the sons and the daughters of God all around the world, and particularly here as part of City Church and as part of Christ Church, should be the ones who are leading the way in loving our neighbors in, in, in times like these, in this season that we're living in. Right? There's, there's an amazing opportunity to go, you know what, I can, I can do some practical help. I can do some practical support for someone around me. In fact, I can offer to pray if they don't need anything done. But I think that's really cool. And you know, whilst there are those around us who, um, for practical reasons, are having to self-isolate or even just simply for health and safety, and we, we commend that, right? Like, like we're partnered with the laws of the land and seeing all that happen. I think that's really cool. But it's actually really important that we continue to find ways to remain connected and to build community, not leaving people feeling cut off, but loving our neighbors. You know, the whole 
title of this message, right? She your toilet paper. And not because you're finished with it either. Like you don't, that's not cool. We don't pass on that used stuff. That's terrible. But because you've simply got some to spear. And obviously we're not talking about just toilet paper here, but if you've got an abundance of something and someone else has a lack, the generous thing to do, the kind thing to do, the loving thing to do is to go, you know what, why don't, why don't I share something of what I've got with you? You know, check up on your neighbor, uh, especially the elderly and the isolated. Make sure you share your contact details and be kind to one another. You could simply say, hey, I know you might not want me to come into your home right now, but can I just pass my phone number through your window so in case there is anything that you need, you know, perhaps I could help out. You know, you're, you're not alone. I'm, I'm happy to come and have a conversation with you. You know, I'm going to finish with a, a couple of passages of scripture. And in the book of John, in chapter 13 and verse 35, Jesus says this to, to the disciples. He says, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. By this, by this one thing that he's about to mention, he says, everyone, everyone will know that you're my disciples. He says this, if you love one another. Right? And that's not just love for a fellow believer, that's a love for all of humanity. That's leading the way in acts of kindness and doing good deeds and, and praying for those around us and saying, you know what, you might not have much, but I've got plenty. Why don't you have some of mine? You know, I, I love the fact that right now we're meeting in each other's homes and that's something we're going to continue to strengthen and do more and more, particularly in the season that we're living in. But there's a great, and I, and I mentioned this in a previous video clip, there's a great biblical precedent set. There's the, at the birth of the early church, it was formed around the fact that every day the believers continued to meet together in the temple courts and they broke bread in each other's homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And I know that even in the season that we're living in that God will continue to add to the number of those who are being saved. That there's an, an inclusion, not an exclusion uh, kind of stamp on the church of Jesus Christ. We're not saying you need to clean up before you come up. We're not saying you need to measure up before we meet up. We're saying that you're welcome all the time. Rags and warts and, and all, right? Like I just, I love that about God. He's so inclusive. You know, I want to pray for us as we close this morning and I don't know if you're streaming in and maybe this is the first time you've you've ever seen a church message maybe this is the first time anyone's ever offered to pray for you um, you don't need to do anything if you want to receive that you simply may want to bow your head and close your eyes I don't know maybe you want to hold a hand with someone around you but I just want to speak a blessing over your life as we close this morning and, and this is what I'm going to do I'm going to I'm just asking that father right now that, God, you would pour out your spirit upon every single person. That, Lord, you would keep us from all harm. That you would watch over us. That, Lord, you would keep an eye on our coming and our going, both now and forevermore, because that's the promise of your word. And I want to remind the people of God to do this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will come and guard your hearts and your minds in the wonderful name of Jesus. And if you're listening this morning and um, 
and you've never invited Christ into your life, you don't know the peace of the person of Jesus Christ in your world, I just want to invite you to invite him into your world. It's so very, very easy. You simply say, Jesus, I want you to be a real part of my life. I want you to, can you forgive me of my sin? I want to do life your way. I want to be, I want to be led in the way everlasting. I want the, the, the peace of Christ to come into my life right now in Jesus' name. And if you do that, get online and tell us um, and we'll get some helpful information out to you. But, but hey, God bless everybody. Um, I'm just... I just want to remind you uh, that the church office is still open. Um, and if you know of anybody uh, who needs help, please get in touch with us. Let us know. Uh, thanks for tuning in this morning. Uh, God bless. And remember to share your toilet paper. Amen.